Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And Mickey Monthly. The Disney fans' monthly subscription box that brings the magic right to your door. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. And Bob. Woody sunglasses. Don't let glare ruin your magical view. These premium wood frame polarized sunglasses will let you tour the parks in style. Visit them at woodies.com. And now, it's show time. Vahidi Mekyoni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. I'm Matt. I'm Scott. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip or a citrus roll, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 204 for the week of September 17th, 2017. Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. So this week, I don't have too much to say in our opening segment here. That's a rare case. Uh, yeah, I know, right? That doesn't happen very often. <laughs> Usually, I, I, I come triumphantly, you know, with my um, my trumpet playing, riding the horse, and and ready to to strike at anybody who's in my way. But not today. I think it's because Scott and Keith aren't here, and you don't have the space to feel to talk over them. Maybe. It could be, because they are the, they are troublemakers. Well, especially Keith. Yeah, well, we, we everybody knows about Keith and his <laughs> foot fungus and finger fungus, whatever kind of fungus he has. And now apparently he talks like a kid when he gets sick. He does. That strange, strange man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, random, random question for you, Matt. Okay. Let's just let's just say you're because it's it's been raining in both our houses. So let's just say you're standing in in the hub on Main Street, USA, and you're by yourself, and it is pouring. And let me, I'm like talking like teeming rain, right? And you have no umbrella and no poncho at all. You're standing at the you're standing in front of the partner statue, mm-hmm. okay, facing the castle, and it just downpours. It's just you know it's one of those rains where you're getting drenched in thirty seconds. What do you do? Um, I mean, if I'm getting drenched in 30 seconds, I'm going to go find an attraction that nobody's on and is open. Uh, if it's raining that hard, more than likely Splash and probably Big Thunder are closed. Um, everybody's going to be running towards Pirates because it's sheltered. So maybe Jungle Cruise if it's open. I guess it depends on if, if there's lightning bouncing because if there's lightning, I think it normally gets closed down too because of the water. I think so. Um. So that's that's, and adds an interesting. Uh, let's see here. I'm standing in front of the statue. Will you be running to wherever you're going, or you're gonna walk? Um, it really doesn't matter because if I'm gonna get, if you can hear, I'm probably standing in front of the statue right now. Um, 
I'm, I'm probably just going to walk because there's really no point in running, uh, especially as bad as everything puddles there. So I'm just going to be splashing water and getting wetter quicker, if that's even possible. True. Yeah. Um, so I'm probably going to go straight through the castle and straight towards Seven Dwarfs if it's open. That might close, but I'm not sure. Yeah, see, that's what the, um, I keep running into because I know one of the one of the trips we were on it was pouring rain but we were already on thunder mountain um and let me just go ahead and tell you that is not fun because that rain hurts <laughs> um but i mean they still ran they actually stopped us in uh like towards the end of it like we're near the the mine right they, they stopped the the train there to kind of give us a a break from the the rain oh wow they still but they still ran it to, to you know to get through right um i don't know that's, that's kind of an interesting question now that you say that because if everything is closing because of lightning or whatever people are going to be running to indoor stuff um all right so i'm going to change plans again <laughs> i'm going to go I, I guess i'm going to go right and go into tomorrowland and do space mountain and at that point, it's like a 180 minute wait. <laughs> well, that's, I'm hoping that the rain people will be, you know, they're either going to be in a gift shop and afraid to come out, or they're going to be at the end of Space Mountain, which I guess is still technically a gift shop and afraid to come out. Right. So they're going to be huddled up everywhere and they're afraid to get out in the rain. So I'm hoping with me being in the rain. I'm going to beat everybody to the line. Now I'm going to slide down the tunnel going into the attraction because my my shoes are soaking wet. <laughs> but that's my that's my game plan. At least that's what I would attempt. And I mean, and if it doesn't work and there's a 180 minute wait, I'm already soaked. I'll just move on to the next attraction. <laughs> me, see, like me, it's simple. I'm going to go on the people more. I was going to say that, but I figured with it being up in the air and elevated, it would possibly be shut down too. So I, I didn't go with that. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't. That's one of those things I don't know. I mean, if I was with my family, I'm going to go take shelter. But otherwise, if I can go on the TT, I'm going to do that just so I can enjoy watching the rain come down and see people run through it. Well, I mean, that's like like I was talking at the time on Thunder Mountain when we got off. I mean, I was already I had a poncho on because it was raining before we got there, and. I mean, I was already, I was just drenched. I mean, it didn't matter. And everybody was like, well, we're going to go back to the room and dry off. Well, everybody else had the same idea. So everybody's leaving Magic Kingdom and I'm looking at my app and everything's at like a 10 minute wait. And I'm like, y'all go on to the right, to the room. I'm going to do as much as I possibly can right now. Exactly. So I, I, I was run. already wet. Yeah. It didn't make it make sense to leave. So I was like, I'll, yep. I'll dry out eventually. Exactly. You're going back to the room. You're going to dry out. You can dry out in the park too. It's no big deal. Exactly. All right, with that, we're going to take a quick break. This is Mustardo. I'm letting you in on my secret plan to take over the condiment sections of Pico's Bill. No more ketchup. No more mayonnaise. Mick. No more barbecue sauce. No more sriracha. No more honey mustard. Who eats that anyway? No more plastic cheese. Oh, crap. A cast member sees me. I'll be back. This is Mustardo. Uh-oh. Hey, you! Put me down! Don't put me in that garbage! No! 
So we are back from break. With the Tiki Hut half empty tonight, Matt and I are kind of going, uh, <laughs> going to take this show in a little bit of a different direction here tonight. So what Matt and I are going to do is that we're going to talk about how we would travel, how would we do the parks if it was just ourselves with our kids and not necessarily together at the same time, our kids anyway, uh, but like me taking my almost seven-year-old son and then also me taking my almost four-year-old daughter onto different types of attractions and how we would do that. And then for Matt, his older son can do a lot of the, the bigger attractions, but his younger one can't do that. So we just thought maybe it might be a good idea if we kind of split the kids up and try to determine what we would do and how we would do it just to get a little different perspective on on things here. So hopefully everybody who is listening is excited for this and is sitting at the edge of their seat and honking their horns in their car. So go ahead and do it. Yeah, you kind of already ruined my plan because I was just going to dump my kids off when you and I was going to take off. But since you're not going to be there at the same time, I guess I can't do that now. I don't think I can handle four kids. I don't. I don't. I don't think I can do it. Two is sure. enough. <laughs> I've got plenty of food and characters. You can figure it out. <laughs> well, the one thing I noticed that we had my son, his friend, two friends stayed over the other night. One was a boy, and one was a girl. But we had gone bowling during the day, and my wife stepped away for a minute. And all of a sudden, the girl had needed to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, oh man, you know. So I got two boys, I had two girls, and I'm like, holy cow, I gotta take, I gotta take all of them into the men's room. So it's like one of those, like, because they don't have like a family restroom at the bowling alley. So you know, you're just like, oh my god, I gotta take all four of them. Luckily, my wife, as we were getting ready to walk over, she she came back, so I didn't have to do that. Like, thank goodness. That would be a very crowded stall. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> Not to mention with it being somebody else's kid, do you cover their eyes? Do you hope they don't see anything? Because, I mean, it is a bowling alley. There's no telling what you're going to see. Right, exactly. It's like it's one thing if it's your own kids, but when it's somebody else's, you're like, I don't know how their parents are when they go to the bathroom. Uh, thank God she came in at the last minute and bailed you out of that situation. Exactly. I was saved. <laughs> well... The problem I would have with, with my kids, uh, yours are a little closer in age. I've got about a four-year gap between mine, and you know that kind of limits my, my options, where I've got one who can do and has done a lot of the coasters, and I've got one who's just barely tall enough. He might be able to do the Barnstormer. Um, you know, so I, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out this November if he can get on it and... and you know how he adapts to that part of it uh, but you know i'd be hitting a lot of the the dark rides i would like to take them both to feel our magic uh, my oldest he did that on his first trip and i was surprised he made it all the way until let's see this the fantasia scene so i mean it was literally at the okay. end of the movie right and then he was like, oh, I'm done, I'm done. So, I mean, we literally walk out, and two minutes later, the rest of the theater empties. And I'm right. like, God, you could have hung on just a little bit longer. So, he hasn't been back since that point, and my youngest one has not done it. Uh, the problem with him is I can't get him to sit still to watch TV. So, I don't know how he would do trying to sit and watch a show in a theater like that. Yeah, I guess that's one of those things where, you know, Kelsey's like the same way. She doesn't like to sit very long. 
you know, she'll look at, even like if she's on her iPad looking at like YouTube videos, which I hate those YouTube videos, but yeah, she switch She'll watch a couple minutes and she'll go to the next one and then she'll go to the next one. So like you, you do get worried when you're going to see some sort of film in the parks. How, how is she going to handle it? You know? So you're, you're hoping that because it's it's something new and it's on such a large screen, they're not used to it, that they'll sit there and they'll want to watch it and want to participate in it. Right. Uh, I ran into something similar again with my oldest son. We went to see Nemo the Musical. And again, I knew you know when the lights went down, it was going to get dark, but I figured once the stage lights and everything helped, he would be okay. And he was already kind of apprehensive when we got in there. And as soon as the lights went out, he was like, nope, I'm done. And of course, we were sitting like at one of the aisles where the characters running up and down. So they won't let you just get up and leave. Right. So I'm trying to flag somebody down and he's, you know, ripping the seats apart, trying to get out of there. And I'm trying to flag this. Like Finally, we just get up and take off running, trying to, <laughs> to beat the fish and stuff as they come flying by. So it, that was a that was an interesting show. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, like with me, it's, it's like completely different because you have a, a boy and a girl. So if I'm taking Kelsey, I'm going to be spending a lot of time doing the princess meet and greets. So, and that's something where my son doesn't necessarily have an interest in doing, <laughs> where he was okay meeting. Connor likes to meet like Mickey and, and the gang and all them. Right. And he had, he got, he went with us and, and saw Anne and Elsa. He didn't get in a picture with them, but he did st- stand there and watch. But when it comes to, like the bell, the beauty, uh, the bell, whatever it is in, in the magic in the bell show, if you know, the bell's cottage, or <laughs> bell show, <laughs> <laughs> the bell show, enchanted tales of bell. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Connor would have no, absolutely no interest in going to see that. He won't even want to wait in line to go see that because it's a whole show about a princess movie. He doesn't want to do that. So right. that's like one of those things where you have to, you're going to need that other person to, to separate them out and, and take your your child separately there, so I'll spend a lot of time visiting all the princesses, which isn't the end of the world because on my last trip I enjoyed meeting all the princesses. I was surprised how much they really get involved and start talking to the kids. I was really surprised. Like like Kelsey's like a little shy; she's a little bit quiet until you like you get to know her. Mm-hmm. And but the princesses they don't stop talking. It's like blah, 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 blah. and you like this, blah, 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 blah. and like even if they have like like Kelsey like like. Uh, t- uh, Elena said, do you, you know, what kind of food do you like? And Kelsey said pancakes. And it was like a whole story about pancakes. So it's just amazing how well versed these people are. And they really step into the world of these characters. You got to love that. It it amazes me how quick they are on their feet because Mm -hmm. who knows what some kid is going to, you know, when you ask what's your favorite food, I mean, they might look at you and say, purple crayon right you know and they'll come up with something and and off they go with the story so it's just it blows my mind and it i wonder if that's something they pick up you know as they do the character or they actually have some type of i don't know training or rehearsal or something beforehand to kind of give you this on the fly training but yeah with two boys i don't really do a whole lot of princess meet and greet so i would have no idea you know how to go up i think i think my oldest got suckered into a a tinkerbell uh, meet and greet one of the last times actually it was the last trip because my son my youngest son was getting his hair cut and he went to go meet talking mickey and his niece excuse me his cousin my niece was with him and 
the line was short. So as soon as they got done with Mickey, they went straight into Tinkerbell. So I don't know how he did with Tinkerbell, but you know, I, I don't have any any experience whatsoever with with princesses. It's I, I can't even tell you that like you need to go and just meet one just for the sake of meeting one. I, I couldn't even tell you that while I enjoyed it, it's not something that would ever. I probably would have ever done by myself, mm-hmm. you know, but you having two boys, I don't think it's a, not that it's a bad idea. I just, you know, I mean, I think, I think the closest we've ever come is at chef Mickey's when Minnie comes around right? and it's just kind of like, Hey, it's Minnie. And the boys like, all right, well they get up, get their right. autograph, they take the picture and then they sit back down and eat. And that's, that's really the extent of it. So well, it's now, funny, like when you you're married to a, a female who loves the princesses and wants to go and see them, because I know a couple girls that are like that, where the guy has got no interest in meeting him, and and the girls are so into it, and the guy's just standing in the back, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm here. Now, do your kids do they have uh, similar attractions that they'll they'll ride, or is one? Kind of like in, in my situation, one will do all the, the coasters and the other one won't do them. Well, yeah, Kelsey, she did uh, the barnstormer for the first time and she didn't love it at all. Uh-huh. She was holding, I guess she was holding back crying. You could just see it like in the video, you can see just she was not happy doing it, but she did it. So she's not really into anything of that caliber. She does like like the teacups. They both they both like the teacups. Where me, I'm like I need to stay away from the teacups. I, I don't want anything to do with the teacups. So you'd be the dad. You walk them up like, all right, kids, I'm gonna be at the exit waiting for you. Well, that's how I usually am. But I can do it like once a trip. But then they want to start spinning it faster and faster. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute now. I just can't do this. So I could, like I said, I could do it like once a trip. But that's that's pretty much it. And they both yeah. like the Tomorrowland Speedway. My you know, Kelsey loves it a lot because it's really new to her. Whereas Connor kind of gets annoyed because he's always bashing into the side. He's like, I'm a terrible <laughs> driver. Well, this actually is things hard to steer as an adult. So let alone yeah. a kid. Yeah. I always end up just kind of pushing my kid out of the way. You know, after about maybe a quarter of the way around and you just kind of beat and bang. And I'm like, all right, I've got to take over. And yes, I still, you know, knock around the same way, but it, that attraction it's kind of i haven't taken you know nolan my youngest on it but it's it's almost at least once every time we go you know landon's got to get on it to say he's driven the car right well like when it comes to like pirates neither one of them like the pirates attraction at all and that's a disappointment to me i would you would think that it's it's you you get a little bit of a thrill in the dark but they don't like it because i think it is dark and there's you know, not much. It's not very colorful, really. In a in a kid's mind, it's not very colorful, and it's it's hard for them to enjoy that. Same thing with like the haunted mansion. Neither one really likes that. So I'm hoping on the next trip they do like it. Yeah. See, my oldest, he did pirates, and you know, I told him I was like, all right, before it's kind of you know dark, but you get into it, it's gonna you know you'll see the pirates and they're shooting at each other, and I think actually he was bored with it. Um, I just don't think there was enough for him to get sucked into it, which, like you said, it was kind of disappointing because as much as I loved it, I wanted him to love it too. And he hasn't even made it to Haunted Mansion yet. Uh, last time, we got all the way up just before you entered... Um, I can't remember. I don't even know what you call it. Not the stretching room, but right out in front. The uh, Oh, yeah. the uh, Is that the ballroom? 
um, foyer, foyer maybe. Four, anyway, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, right when you first go in there, and the doors were closed. We were, we were going to be the next group in, and he looks at me. I mean, he's like, "Dad, I, I can't do it." So <laughs> I was like, "All right, that's that's." And he did the same thing with Tower Terror. We got all the way up before walking into the lobby, and he was like, ah, "Not not not this time." So yeah. Uh, the whole dimension we always bypass the the stretching room. We always do that because I, I know neither one of them will like to stand in the, the stretching room. Yeah, he just I don't know. My my youngest did stay with my wife and they got on it. Said he screamed from the minute they sat down to the minute they got off. So I don't know if he's going to be going back oh, anytime geez. soon to to ride that. You just don't, you never know how they're going to react from trip to trip. And for you, you have a larger gap between trips, but. My kids have a little bit shorter of a gap, but right. they even change in that amount of time. Where we, it was a year from when we had gone on Splash Mountain last, and Connor absolutely hated Splash Mountain. He was about ready to cry when he was on it, but on the last trip he liked it. So it just, they can change a lot in such a, a shorter amount of time. Well, it, they can actually change on a trip. I mean, when this sure. last trip we went, I got my son and this is the first time I'd ever really done any type of like a coaster with him. Um, I was like, you know, we'll start on Barnstormer just to kind of test him out and see what, you know, what he can do and what his limits are. And he rode the, the ride. He, you know, you could tell at first he was a little scared or whatever and he was fine. We got on the ride and we start making the, the climb and he's like, daddy, I don't know about this. And then, it, you know, it kind of noses off and he, I mean, it was just this scream I've never heard come out of him before. <laughs> and we get to the end, he's like, I'm never riding that again. Well, by the end of the trip, he'd already rode Everest. He'd rode wow. Seven Dwarfs. He rode Splash. So, I mean, the only thing he has not done is Space Mountain. And I've told him, you know, because you know, it took me a while when I was little to, to get up the nerve to get on Space Mountain. So I was like, you know, go at your own pace. But So it, it's, it's interesting to see how they change. And it might be we go back this next trip and he's – you know, so it'll be a year and a half since we've been there. So it might be that he has to, you know, work his way back right. up to it again. I mean, you, you never know with kids. Yeah, because like Connor, we have not even attempted to go on Space Mountain at all. I don't. I think he was just barely tall enough to make it. I don't. I don't remember the height requirements on it, but mm-hmm. we we just didn't even we didn't even bring it up as a topic because we know that's in the dark and we did not think that he would react too well in it. Yeah. Yeah, he's see, still, I, yeah, he's still kind of young, so. I was going to say, I was more concerned that you're not, like with the other coasters, you can sit beside them and kind of, right. you know, hold them or whatever. If I'm having to sit in front or behind them, then, you know, I'm sorry, but I know it's only two minutes, but it's going to be a long two minutes for you because you're not going to know what's going on. So that, that was my whole concern right. with, with Space Mountain. Well, like we riding, we're going up Big Thunder Mountain and I'll lock Connor in there because I'm bigger, so yeah. I can lock him in there. And he won't move anywhere. And he's happy. Like, he gets on there with my wife, and my wife doesn't have the ability to lock him in there. So he's moving <laughs> back and forth, sliding back and forth. And, you know, it, depending on sometimes he like likes that, and sometimes he doesn't. So it's kind of funny. Right. Yeah. So, what other, you said teacups, what other attractions do they enjoy to do together? Well, they, they both like it's a small world. And I think that stems from us sitting in the Pinocchio Village house and waving to mm-hmm. everybody while they're eating yeah. and then going on to the ride. They both enjoy it. So, and like I have said previously, you know, that has re, um, 
reignited my love for that attraction because my kids love it so much. So that's an easy one for them to enjoy. They also both like Dumbo. And they yes. both really love it at night. They've really come to love it at night. Connor loves it more during the fireworks. Mm-hmm. Kelsey does not like it during the fireworks because she hates the fireworks because it's too loud, which is typical for yeah. yeah. young kids. So that's another one. And you know, anytime you get into one of those spinners or uh, like the TTA people, Wedway people mover, it, that all depends. It depends on their moods. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think like. Connor likes Soren. Kelsey wasn't tall enough yet. The Kelsey liked Nemo. Connor doesn't like Nemo. Uh, Test track Does Kelsey he... hasn't done yet. Right, right. So now, did did Connor? Did he like the aquarium part of it? It was just the front part, or he didn't like any of it together. You know, he, when he was a younger, he never liked it because I think it was like Bruce the Shark. It was a little bit too dark for him. Right. So I think that just like sticks with him when we go on that attraction. He's like, no, I don't want to go on that. I don't want to go on that. So that's just one of those attractions that have stuck with him. He likes the aquarium part of it. He'll look at look at everything. But he doesn't like he'll stand there for five seconds, okay, look at that fish and let's go on to the next one. Five seconds <laughs> yeah. go on to the you know, so whereas I can stand there for minutes and stare at him, he's totally not into that. Yeah, see that's the same way there or even like the aquariums that, that are around North Carolina my son like, oh, let's go to the aquarium. And, and we get there and he's like, okay, I've seen this one of the next thing. Okay, I've seen this. And I'm like, you know, I just paid all this money and we're done in 10 minutes. Exactly. Come on, buddy. you got to look at something. Yeah. And also it's, you know, it's just so hard because both of my kids have such different interests. Mm-hmm. And you really do need to separate them because there's such a, a big difference in their, in their likes. And we can do like Buzz Lightyear. Connor enjoys it, but he gets mad because he can't hit anything. Whereas Kelsey <laughs> enjoys just participating in it. She doesn't get upset with it. Right. But it's not an attraction where she needs to do, you know. Uh, Peter Pan, neither one of my kids could care much about Peter Pan. They're just starting to like it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. They, Kelsey despises Winnie the Pooh for whatever reason. I have no idea. She does not like the Winnie the Pooh attraction. And Connor could care less if we do it. They both like yeah. the carousel, too. Yeah, I don't. I haven't even taken my kids on because it's like I never get a fast pass for Pooh, and then every time we go by, the, the line's like I don't know, twenty to thirty minutes, and I'm just kind of like, I don't know if I want to sit in the line for that long to, to ride that attraction that I don't even really care about. So, right. and then you ask the I'll ask the kids, and they're like, eh, not really. So I'm like, all right, we'll we'll keep moving. Right. Uh, I, I know the first time when I took uh, Landon, I and this was completely just dad need to kick himself in the pants the first thing we did was jump on spaceship earth and epcot and i completely blanked like the first five minutes was in the dark so after that if the attraction even remotely looked like it might be dark he wanted no part of it whatsoever right uh, i mean i remember there was one night in the magic kingdom after the i don't know sixth or seventh time we rode small world you know because there was no lines of uh, witches was going on so we just, you know, small world round and round and round and we get off and there's literally nobody in the Peter Pan queue. Right. I mean, matter of fact, the, the cast member that was standing there, he's like, you will never, ever see this. Y'all might as well come and get on. I'm just trying my best to talk him into it. <laughs> he's like, no, nah, it's dark. I'm good. I don't want to get on that one. So I was like, all right, well, after we, we spent that night going from small world to the carousel and back and right. forth, basically. Right. Um, and then, like you said, Dumbo, he, he once he figured out that 
if there's nobody standing in line and we didn't have to get off, that's his, you know, that's it. He'll be like, all right, let's go to Dumbo and we'll ride it, you know, two or three times and then he's good for that trip or whatever. Now, do they both like the, the playground inside? Because both of my kids love the playground. I think they love the playground sometimes more than the ride. See, and, and the times that we go, there's never a line built up long enough for them to, to go play on the playground. Right. So we've never actually needed to use it. And I'm, I've never, I mean, yes, they would love it, I would assume, but we've never used it because we haven't had to. Gotcha. Um, you know, and, and I can always picture one of them, you know, climbing up top and getting stuck and me having to try and work my way up there and, and you know, get them come back down or whatever. So, uh, but no, we've, we've never used it. I'm sure they would. We've actually, you can, you certainly can. You could just tell the cast member you want to stay there and play for five, 10 minutes, whatever you want to do. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we've saw some people. Uh, well, I think it was the last trip they were doing that, and you know, I looked at them. And I was like, "Do y'all want to play, or do you want to go ride a ride?" And they're like, "Let's go ride rides." So, right. you know, so I mean, if they wanted to play, I guess we'd have you know sit there for a few minutes. But we've never done any of that stuff like the the boneyard and Animal Kingdom. And um, my kids like that; they enjoy going through there. It's actually a good thing because they can burn off some energy. Yeah, and you could sit there and relax for ten minutes. You know, it's just one. It's just one of those things where. All right, just say, you know, have one person stay closer to the exit and one person, you know, somewhere else and just to keep an eye on them and just let them run free. They enjoy that. Yeah, I mean, it's something that we probably should use. We just, you know, never have. Like, like I said, when we're, you know, a year and a half to three years in between trips, we we're kind of here, 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 here and trying right. to, you know, do as much as we can. And um, usually if we, we go back during the day, so we'll let them go to the pool or whatever or some of the splash areas we'll let them get into that and play but you know other than that we really haven't done any of the the, the kid areas i wish my kids enjoyed the splash areas a little bit more but they both have like like no interest inside the park i don't know what it is it's like i think in their minds like they separate the park from like fun running around and going on attractions and mm -hmm. they leave like the water things for the pool area at the resort well, mine, they, they have, there's like this fine line. I mean, they can get in there and have fun, but once they get like too wet, it's like, okay, I'm done. Right. So, and, and I, it, of course, it varies day to day with them, you know, where that, that line is, but, you know, they'll be in there having a ball and everything. And then all of a sudden it's just kind of like, okay, we're done. Let's, let's go on. So sometimes we use them and sometimes we don't. Right. Gotcha. And then, you know, of course you have the train. They both like going on the train at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, there's, I mean, there, there's nothing different there, and you know, once again, like it comes down to a lot of the, it's the height thing. It's just that's the big difference. Frozen, they both actually enjoy Frozen a lot. That's what I was going to ask you. You know, since Connor didn't really do the whole princess thing, did he actually ride Frozen, and what did he think of it? He really liked it. He, Connor, like Connor's like one of those kids where he says he doesn't, he he doesn't like certain movies, especially like when it comes to like the music. He really likes the music, but he won't admit it. So it's right. sort of like the thing when it comes down to like the Frozen ride. He really enjoyed. He enjoyed it. He would. It wouldn't say it would be his favorite attraction, but you could tell that he he enjoyed going through it because it's it was also something new as well. So it's not something like we went on have gone on fifteen times. So I think it's sort of maybe it's the newness factor that he's mm -hmm. enjoyed it more. But Kelsey, you know, she loved it. She loves the movie anyway and the music. Right. Right. Yeah, that's. I think my kids would enjoy it. Um, I mean, we'll see once we get there. My my son, he went through a phase where him and, and my wife 
watched the movie religiously and she had the soundtrack and that's all they listened to. And I don't know if he just got burnt out or he's just trying to be like me. But now anytime, you know, something remotely close to Frozen comes on, he's rolling his eyes and, you know, ah, can we turn it and we watch something else? So I, I don't know. It's hard to tell with him if he would actually enjoy that attraction or not. It is a good dark ride. It's, it's a good, you know, you sort of get that classic dark feel to it, but with newer technology. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But I, like I, I've said previously, I think it's like um, value engineering at its finest. I mean, things that could be done. Once you go on it, you'll understand. You'll understand a little bit more. But right. um, I, I still think it's a good attraction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll again. It depends on wait times and if we can get a fast pass. But I'm sure we'll see it at some point. Um, you know, just one for because I know my wife would want to see it. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. Right. And then, as far as like any of the stage shows go, none of none of my kids. Well, none. It makes it sound like I like ate it. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of my kids really like any of the stage shows. So, because they're a little bit too long, and they much rather be on the attractions, experiencing that type of thing. So, I want to like try to to get them to do some more, get them to do the stage shows. I just don't know if it's going to work. Yeah, I'd, we had like the only one we've tried. Like I said, was with my son with. Nemo that first time the horrible you know incident and I think he would be fine now the uh, problem with that one is trying to keep my youngest focused and watching for whatever the 45 minutes or whatever it is uh, I think I would be better off trying to go to Festival Lion King since there's so much going on in different places and everything I think they would probably make it through that one better than Nemo and to tell you the truth, the rest of the shows, I, they probably wouldn't even be interested in trying to watch. Right. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's so hard. It's, I guess it's, I'm so used to just doing attractions and that's really all they've known. Like, I guess if, mm-hmm. they, if, I, if they were, if when they were younger, we would have spent some time going to some of these, that might make a little bit of a difference. But. You know, I think it's like one of those things where I think I've screwed up, and I'm such an, an attraction person. But just like I'll go on, like I'd love to go on Pirates 15 times a trip. It just doesn't happen, right? You know, it used to before kids, but it's just it's just so hard. I'm just so used to going to attractions, attractions. I'm starting to slow down a little bit and trying to enjoy the parks more and more over time. But I, I I need to like slow down and try to do some of those stage shows with them, especially with with Kelsey and maybe. Beauty and the Beast, she would like that. She's got to do like the Frozen sing along, but it's got to be sometimes it's got to be a little bit more current with the show. So like if they had a uh, a Moana one, I know yeah. that she would want to go see that. I know that for a fact. Right. Um. Yeah, I'd, I could kind of see. I could kind of see my oldest being somewhat interested in Enchanted Tales with Belle. Mm-hmm. Now my youngest, yeah, he could care less. I mean, he would. We'd probably be chasing him around the, you know, the, the stage or whatever, and right. trying to keep him from crawling underneath Belle's dress and all that kind of. That's just the way he is. He's <laughs> he's just into everything. And, right. And so, um, but yeah, the, the there is just difficult, like you said, one that doesn't sit still long enough, and the other one, if he's interested in it, yeah, he would sit and watch it. But again, you know, there's not a whole lot as far as show wise that really would appeal. You know, to a 
eight-year-old kid. I mean, right. maybe Nemo and the Lion King. That's that's kind of the extent of uh, as far as the shows go. Right. Yeah. And I haven't even you know thought about trying to take him into uh, Country Bears or anything like that. To, yeah. Uh, like again, the youngest one probably wouldn't care, and the oldest maybe. And and I don't know if I really want to take that chance with a maybe and a probably not and, and, yeah, exactly. and try to fight that losing battle. Right, exactly. I understand that. <laughs> so I think that's all I got for today. Yeah, I can't really think of uh, anything. I mean, I would definitely. I never really thought about how difficult it would be trying to do that. You know. If you say just randomly took a day trip with both kids, it would kind of limit to what you could do. Um, it would, yeah. Yeah, it basically would be your dark rides, kind of. You know, for me, I mean, Buzz would work, Toy Story would work, right? You know, but outside of that, you're just kind of really just doing fantasy land more or less for the most part, yeah. Or you're going to have to park hop for sure and, yeah. and do multiple things at each park. Right, <laughs> and you're gonna have to stop off in, in Epcot and grab a few drinks. Epcot, um, I was gonna say we would. I can maybe do Spaceship Earth test track, but the youngest one I don't think is tall enough. So I mean, yeah, I mean, there's really not much nope. in Epcot that, you know, like you said, grab a drink and let them go play in one of the splash pads or something. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our, our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Book your premium stroller and crib rental at kingdomstrollers.com. And Mickey Monthly, get the magic of the parks delivered to your door at mickeymonthly.com. You want to decorate those boring magic bands? Make sure you check out the customized decals at myfantasybands.com. Use the code ENCHANTEDTIKITALK20 to save 20% off your order. Let the vacation experts at mousepros.com plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Get a clear view of the parks with Woody's polarized sunglasses. Check out all their wood frame styles at woodies.com. Make sure you check out our store at redbubble.com slash tiki talk podcast and connect with us on social media. You can find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram's at Enchanted, Instagram and Twitter's at Tiki Talk Podcast. Leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256 for my Tiki, and make sure you rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream, MouseWorldVacations.com, and MousePros.com. And you can find Keith on all social media at Dole Whip Daily. And you can find Scott at, I don't know, Scotty Boy and Scott A. Campbell and, and Disney Springs. And Disney Springs, yes. <laughs> I'm on Twitter and Instagram at MHolly579. Hope you guys enjoyed our rambling. Alan. Take it away, bud. Thanks for listening this week for Sean and Keith and Matt. I'm Alan. And this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Matt, at least we know that if like both of those quit the show, you and I can totally carry the show. This is easy. Oh, yeah. We got this. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to maybe make some changes here. Yeah, we just need Scott just to every now and then send us a recording or something. Right, yeah, just keep them in the parks, you know. Leave the leave the podcast into the big boys here. <laughs> I like how Keith is like, oh, I don't feel good. <coughs> yeah, okay, Keith, right. That's why you're not recording tonight. He's been sucking on a helium balloon or something if he's talking about like a kid. I think so. Because, I mean, normally if I get sick, my voice gets really deep, but it doesn't go higher. <laughs> <laughs>
That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Unless he's got something that we just don't want to know about. Yeah, let's not ask. He, he, you know, he cooks for old people. You never know. <laughs> Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Log on to MousePros.com to plan your perfect Disney vacation. And Mickey Monthly, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by Kingdom Strollers. Visit KingdomStrollers.com on your next visit to Orlando. Or call 407-271-5301 for premium stroller and crib rentals. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.